There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police the arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. We live in a world where true crime podcasts are plentiful. But that was not always the case. Before there were hundreds to choose from, there were only a select few who paved the way for not just other podcasters, but in some cases, but in some instances, for legal cases to get the second look that they deserved. On January 13th, 1999, a young woman tragically disappeared and, depending on who you believe, her killer is securely behind bars. A man who, according to some, deserves a second chance at a new trial. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Hey Min Lee was born on October 15, 1980 in South Korea and in 1992 emigrated to the United States with her mother, Yeon Kim, and brother, Young Lee. Living with her grandparents, Hay began attending the magnet program at Woodlawn High School in Baltimore, Maryland, where she made fast friends and cemented her reputation as a well-liked, popular, warm, and a successful athlete. In addition to her hard work at school, Hay worked at the local lens crafters to stay close to her intended profession as an optician. On January 13, 1999, Hei Min Lee's family reported her missing after she failed to pick up her cousin from his daycare. As police began their questioning, they found out that Hei had been present at school that day, meaning she went missing somewhere between dismissal and when she was supposed to pick up her cousin at 3.15 p.m. Now, while a lot of the stories we tell have police holding off on treating a teen as a missing person, the local police pretty quickly started working Hayes' disappearance as a full-blown investigation, meaning they reached out to any and all teenagers Hay considered friends, which is why they came into contact with a boy named Adnan Saeed, who said that the last time he saw Hay, his ex-girlfriend, was around the time classes ended at school. By 1.30 a.m., they reached her new boyfriend, who said he had not seen her at all that day, and by February 6th, a dog-led search was taking place at Woodlawn High School. Three days later, on what would have been her departure date for a trip to France, the body of 18-year-old Hei Min Lee was found in Lincoln Park, an infamous location for body disposal. Her cause of death was manual strangulation. While police worked to shift their investigation from a missing person to a homicide, for a moment considering that there was a connection between her murder and the body of another 18-year-old Woodlawn girl named Jada Danita Lambert, an anonymous phone call came into the station directing police to look into the 17-year-old ex-boyfriend, Adnan, as the murderer. Seven days after her body was found and four days after the anonymous call, on February 16, 1999, police applied for access to Adnan Saeed's cell phone records and on those records was a name, Jay Wilds. But more on him in a moment. On February 28, 1999, Adnan Saeed was arrested and charged with the first-degree murder of Hei Min Lee with police working under the theory that he was a jealous and clearly violent ex-boyfriend. At the trial, Jay Wilds, who had been one of Adnan's phone calls, became a key witness for the state and claimed that, on the day of the murder, he had Adnan's cell phone and, after first denying any knowledge of a crime, 
said that Adnan showed him Hay's body in the parking lot of a Best Buy before joining his friend in burying her in Lincoln Park at around 7 p.m. that evening and helping him get rid of her car. Another person on that call log who was questioned was a girl named Jennifer Pusateri, who told investigators that, on the day of Hay's disappearance, she received a phone call from Jay on Adnan's phone, corroborating at least a portion of Jay's testimony, which became crucial to the prosecution's case. A testimony that, on its initial recording, was erratic, inconsistent, and filled with moments where Jay seemed to forget what happened next, only to suddenly remember when he heard a series of knocks and tapping sounds that seemed to happen in the background. Though the evidence against Adnan was circumstantial and relied heavily on questionable testimony, the jury overheard a sidebar dispute between the presiding judge and Adnan's lawyers in which the judge accused her of lying. Because of this, a mistrial was declared and a second trial began. During this trial, jurors heard Adnan admit that he and Hay had been in a relationship back in 1998, that they kept the whole thing a secret due to their religious and cultural differences, and that their breakup was slightly contentious when he found out that Hay had started dating one of her co-workers. The prosecution's response to that breakup was to tell the jurors, quote, solely because of hurt pride, he chose to kill. There is nothing here to excuse or explain. They also heard a gut-wrenching testimony from Hay's mother via interpreter about the hardships they endured to give their daughter a better life. She eventually had to be escorted from the courtroom after her cries and wails disturbed the court proceedings, and she nearly collapsed while leaving the witness stand. At the end of a six-week trial, Adnan was found guilty of first-degree murder, kidnapping, false imprisonment, and robbery on February 25th, 2000. He was sentenced to life imprisonment plus an additional 30 years. As he was being handcuffed after his sentencing, Adnan, barely an adult, told his family and friends, I'll be all right. I have faith in the Lord. I know I didn't kill her. The Lord knows I didn't kill her. Now, while some breathed a sigh of relief at finally solving Hey Min Lee's case, not everyone was so convinced that Adnan, A, received a fair trial, or B, was guilty at all. While behind bars, Adnan made attempts to appeal his sentence. He filed in 2003, which was unsuccessful, and again in 2010 on the basis of ineffective assistance of counsel, claiming his lawyer, Christina Gutierrez, failed to investigate an alibi witness, a girl named Asia McLean, who said she was talking with Adnan at the library at the exact time the prosecutor, and Jay Wilde, said he was in the parking lot of the Best Buy several miles away. The judge later ruled that the decision to not call Asia to the stand was a defense strategy and not an act of incompetence. The appeal was officially denied in 2014. The same year, Jay did an interview and, while maintaining Adnan's guilt, said, anything that makes Adnan innocent doesn't involve me while at the same time giving another conflicting timeline of the events. Now, while all of this was going down, a seemingly small, inconsequential thing was happening online, a podcast that would change the entire course of this case. From October 3rd to December 18th, 2014, Serial, a podcast that I'm sure is very familiar to almost everyone listening, began covering the murder of Hei Min Lee, as well as the arrest 
trial, and imprisonment of Adnan Saeed. The show became an immediate success, garnering international interest and was downloaded more than 100 million times by June of 2016. It was also a show where the host spoke with Asia McLean and, for the first time, showcased some of the potential miscarriages of justice that were slowly being uncovered in Hay and Adnan's case. It also acknowledged the lack of physical evidence connecting Adnan to the case, his continued insistence that he was innocent, issues with the subpoenaed phone records, as well as how Asia's testimony contradicted the statements made by Hay's co-manager of the wrestling team, who claimed they saw Adnan and Hay speaking until almost 3 p.m. about joining her at the wrestling meet that evening. They also pointed out the inconsistencies with the medical reports, which placed her time of death at 2.36 p.m. and her time of burial, after sitting in the trunk of the car for four to five hours, at 7 p.m. The problem with this timeline, however, is that in her time sitting in the trunk, rigor mortis would have started to set in. Yet the autopsy report said that lividity, quote, was present and fixed at the anterior surface of the body, except in the areas exposed to pressure. As Serial started to top the charts and win awards, it was also instrumental in earning a new trial for Adnan Saeed. On February 6, 2015, the Maryland Court of Special Appeals approved Adnan's application for permission to appeal for a potential hearing on the admissibility of Asia McLean's testimony. On May 18, 2015, the Maryland Court of Special Appeals remanded the case to the Circuit Court for Baltimore City and Adnan's new lawyer, C. Justin Brown, filed a motion in court claiming a newly recovered document showed that the cell phone tower evidence used by the prosecution was misleading and should not have been admitted at the original trial. That November, a circuit court judge ordered that Adnan Saeed's post-conviction relief proceedings should be reopened to determine his eligibility for a new trial. And during the five days of trial in February of 2016, the courts finally heard Asia's testimony. On June 30th, 2016, Adnan Saeed was granted a new trial and his conviction was vacated on the grounds that his old lawyer, quote, rendered ineffective assistance when she failed to cross-examine the state's expert regarding the reliability of cell phone tower location evidence. His bail was, however, denied in the interim. Now, while this was happening, after the podcast serial ended in 2014, the Innocence Project got involved and made moves to test multiple items connected to Hay Min Lee's murder. Documents later obtained by the Baltimore Sun in early 2019 showed that none of the items tested in 2018 matched Adnan Saeed. Also happening around this time was that a second podcast was created by attorneys Rabia Chandri, a childhood friend of Adnan's and author of a book about his life and case, Susan Simpson, and Colin Miller, which looked into Adnan's case and his perceived innocence a little bit further. According to Susan Simpson, that tapping heard in Jay Wilde's testimony was actually evidence that the police were feeding him the information necessary to arrest Adnan. Rabia, who believed the case was clouded by opinions of Adnan's Muslim heritage, claimed that Jay was influenced by the $3,075 reward saying he wished to buy a motorcycle, a fact that was substantiated during a ride-along he took with two different detectives on March 18, 1999, where he was supposed to be showing them where he helped bury Hay's body. But instead, the detective's notes included information on a Suzuki motorcycle being sold by his soccer coach, 
for exactly $3,000, and the word REWARD written in all capital letters. She also said that Adnan's testimony to his and Hay's messy breakup during his second trial was not a slip of the tongue that pointed to a motive, but rather an honest reflection of his romantic life, saying he was clueless about how his statement would be perceived and just thought he was helping the police find the real killer. They also found that there was no wrestling match the night of her disappearance, meaning the co-manager's testimony was either a mistake or a very harmful lie. On March 29, 2018, the Court of Special Appeals, the second highest court in the state, ruled that Adnan deserved a new trial. But in March of 2019, the Court of Appeals, on a 4-3 to three vote, reversed the lower appealant court's ruling, effectively denying him that new trial that, at this point, most believed he deserved. The Supreme Court of the United States also rejected his appeal in November of 2019. The same year Jay Wilds admitted his statement about seeing the body at Best Buy came directly from the police. As of right now, Adnan Saeed remains behind bars and, depending on what you believe, the murder of Hei Min Lee is officially solved. For others, though, her case remains a mystery. Some believe both Adnan and Jay killed her, and Jay turned informant as a means to cover his crimes. Others believe Jay was the sole killer and simply framed his friend by making that anonymous call that landed him on the suspect list. Hayes' family, though, believe Adnan Saeed is guilty and are, quote, more clear than ever that he killed their daughter. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to a terrible thing happened on January 14th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.